Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is Believe. Buenos tardes, mi amigo. Hola, my good friend. Cinco de mayo on Tuesday. And I hoped we'd see each other again. Hey everybody, it is me, Michael D. Catherwood. Thank you so much for tuning in to Mikey Likes You. I have been getting a lot of feedback via my Patreon. It is uh, Mike Catherwood, for those of you who are interested in joining. And one of the huge advantages for me um, has been an absolutely accelerated form of interaction with people who are interested in anything that I'm doing or saying. I certainly was lucky enough to get a lot of it via social media and stuff like that. But now it's as if I have my own little forum, my own little chat room um, of people who hit me with their curiosities, ideas, concerns. Surely there's a lot of sets and reps and calories and macros that come my way. But surprisingly, one of the most common questions that I'm hit with is about motivation and how to keep going when your body, your mind, your soul is telling you no. (laughs) And I think we all have experienced that, right? Nobody's fully charged up to go beast mode 24-7, 365. And anyone who says they are is lying. Or some weird sociopath. (laughs) But um, that's, I think, what separates a lot of people. That's what separates champions in athletics from average players. That's what separates huge, successful people in the business world from people who just skate by. That's what separates straight-A students from C students is that almost everyone will continue going when you want to, when you're motivated, when you're high in energy, when things around you in your life are going well, there isn't a lot of stress. Most of us will go. What separates the excellent from the mediocre is that the excellent will go when they don't want to. (laughs) They continue dancing even when the music stops. So that's going to be this episode of Mikey Likes You. I will take a break from talking about the actual X's and O's of training and nutrition and just talk motivation. But 
First, speaking of motivation, how about that Super Bowl, right? Uh, football's over. You know, Super Bowl was played. NBA, college basketball, NHL, still in full swing, my friends. And the only place you should be betting on these sports is betonline.ag. Bet Online has more ways to bet. They're always open. It even covers award shows, TV shows, reality TV. I'm not joking. Bet Online has it all. Hundreds of props with real-time odds on almost everything you can imagine. And, of course, the 24-hour online casino. It never closes, baby. Head to the website, use your mobile device, sign up today, and receive 50% off welcome bonus from your first deposit. That's betonline.ag. BetOnline, your online sportsbook experts. All right. So I understand that mentally, emotionally, most of us are not in our best place right now because of the pandemic. Um, even if you continued working, you're probably working in an altered fashion. Your social interaction has without a doubt been damaged. That's one of the most important ways to stay happy or at least prolong your happiness to make it sustainable is to exist out in the world. And most of us have had that greatly, greatly reduced. So we are faced with the, I'm not, I just absolutely don't feel like eating fill in the blank right now. I want to eat chips or Twinkies or cake. I want to eat something that gives me an immediate sense of emotional comfort. I want to play video games instead of exercise. And frankly, I get it. I totally get it. But one thing I've learned, and when it comes to anything in this world, the world of motivation, the world of inspiration, is that I had to learn this the hard way, and I don't want you guys to have to go through what I went through to learn this. But you can't depend on motivation. You can't depend on willpower. They are both fleeting The only thing you can depend on is practice, habit, repetition, foresight, and planning. Motivation comes after action, not before. The more you actually act, the more motivation comes along naturally. It's a byproduct of it. It is not a precursor. Just go. I remember all too clearly the moment when I decided I was not going to drink and use drugs anymore. And I don't want to get all sappy. But I remember this moment really clearly. And I was in a shitty motel in Inglewood, California. It was a weekday and I was smoking rocks and drinking a 40 ounce of malt liquor because that is affordable. <laughs> um, 
and I was sitting on the end of the bed. Daytime TV playing, no job, no friends, no anything. And I looked up. I glanced up and there was a mirror facing me at the end of the bed. I was so affected. I was so devastated by what I saw looking back at me. The emptiness. A skeletal wreck of a guy, draped in skin, but lifeless, vacuous, completely empty inside. And I got up and I walked over to the little nightstand that was next to the bed. And this is going to sound, oh my God, is this going to make me sound old for you fucking young people? But I went and I got something called the Yellow Pages. This was 2002. I did not have a smartphone. I went through the yellow pages and I started looking for recovery centers and I called a couple and I found one that had beds available for me that day and I asked them if I could come in. I did all of those things almost before I could think about doing them, which was in glaring contrast to any other time that I'd made any vain attempt to try to clean up. I had always had this exaggerated thought process, this prolonged, unbelievably labor-intensive spitball session with myself In order to finally get to the realization that maybe I should call someone or maybe I should reach out to a facility, do something about my drinking and drug use. But it was labored and it was intense and I had to quote unquote motivate myself to do it. But the last time, by the grace of God, hopefully the last time that I used and drank, I just went. I didn't think about it. I just went. I had to make peace with that man that I saw in the mirror. And because I acted, next thing I knew, there was cause and effect, and I was inside a facility. And I spent 28 days in that facility. And I didn't have to 
read all the literature three times over and highlight it before I went into a meeting. And no, I just existed and I just kept showing up and I just went and just went. And sure enough, the more I acted, the more I just showed up, the more I started to get motivated, the more I started to feel better about myself, the more I realized that A plus B equals C and that C was me feeling like a better guy and I could look in the mirror. And you know what happened when I got to C and I realized what C was, that I put A to B together and then I got to C, I went to D and I was really excited about getting to E. People always ask me about motivation as it applies to your physique, as it applies to your performance in the gym. Sure, I understand that because most people don't inherently have motivation to do that. But the reality is, is that when I used to rely on motivation to do it, it was fleeting and it was really unhealthy. I used to shame myself into going to the gym. I was like, hey, now I'm sober. Do you want to be a fat fuck? No. You want to be carved out of stone. So get up and don't spend any time on your social life and don't have any fun because you have a free hour and a half between having to go to radio shows and do your third side gig. So just go. Don't take a nap. Don't do anything because you'll be a fucking loser if you don't do it. And I was only 24 and I was exhausted and I felt terrible and I had a horrible hormone profile. So instead of taking um, a step back, maybe reflecting, get a little bit introspective and realizing that maybe I should take the foot off the pedal, what did I do? I started using steroids. <laughs> do you see my point? This, this quote-unquote, this magical motivation to get you going, this way of thought This self-flagellation in order to force yourself into doing something that you don't inherently want to do, it doesn't work. And for the short time that it does work, it's unhealthy. It's never going to add up. Some of these people that are calling me or texting me or reaching out and DMing me or getting in touch with me through Patreon, they're in their 40s. And they're just still going down the same road and spinning in the same hamster wheel wondering why they never get it going. And it's because there isn't any magic secret. There isn't any Michael Jordan potion that makes you this motivated, determined person full of willpower and magically turns you into a Navy SEAL that doesn't give up. I don't have it. I don't have it to give. David Goggins doesn't have it to give or Jocko Willink or, or Michael Jordan himself or Kobe Bryant, God rest his soul. That exists inside of them and they had to find it and I had to find it within me. And I can't give it to you no more than I could give you my heart 
or my brain. You have to find that inside of you. And one thing is for sure, it does exist. It does exist. I'd love to believe that we all live in happy days or leave it to beaver where there's constantly encouraging and supporting people around you, nurturing your ability to feel good about yourself. But that's not fucking reality. No one ever told me I was good at anything. No one ever pushed me to be something better. And the world around me always told me that I was going to be a loser. And the next thing you know, I'm a junkie. A washout. A reject of society. And I legitimately believe that I never ever do anything good or positive. And it's almost like I put on these weird goggles that prevented me from seeing the world around me and hearing the world around me. I went into some weird VR suit that just completely shut me off from everything around me. All this stuff that maybe I was just assuming was true. Maybe it was just my weird unhealthy perspective that made me believe that I didn't have anything to offer, that I couldn't do it. Whatever it was that I had set my mind to, there was no fucking possibility that that would come true because I was a reject and I was a loser. And I know that many of you out there have this preconceived notion that you just keep telling yourself, well, it's like I'm fat. I'm a fat person. I'm not I'm a weakling. I'm a little guy. I'm I'm a thick girl that'll never have the body that I want. I'm a, a, a uneducated person who will never be wealthy and successful. I'll never be able to make it into the movie industry because who am I? I'm just some nobody. And I just I don't know, man. I I just Put in earplugs and blinders on for 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 the slightest minute. For honestly, for maybe a couple weeks of my life when I was twenty three years old, and I just didn't hear that anymore. And I said, "What if?" And I just started going. But what if I tried? You know, I, I just, it felt so good. It felt so fucking good to, to, to put my mind to something that I knew everyone else around me would be like, that's not for you. 
or at least I perceived it to be that way, maybe I was totally off. Maybe every high school teacher I ever had actually thought I had a bunch of potential, but I certainly didn't fucking get that message, and I certainly didn't feel that way. I definitely got a couple of people, a handful of people, whether they be family members, friends, or high school teachers or coaches that that just wrote me off and told me directly. I definitely got that fucking message, and it wasn't a lot, but it was just enough to make me feel like I'll always be a fucking loser. But for, for, for just the slightest minute, I just went without listening to that voice, without having to be motivated. I just tried it out. I said, what if? What if I just go? And it felt fucking euphoric to actually start to see progress. And then motivation came. I recognize that, yeah, you're right, it's true. The people around you, the structure of society, the government, the corporate world, the fitness world, the nutrition world, members of your family, they probably don't want you to get to get what you want. They probably don't want you. Maybe if they think they do, subconsciously somewhere everyone around you is thinking that you won't do this. More than likely, that's the message you've got, is that the world's going to spit in your fucking face. And instead of just taking your sweet little spit medicine, say, fuck you. I'm just going to go. I'm just going to go. Why not? I only have one crack at this. I'm just going to do it. I'm just going to stop drinking today and see how that goes. I'm just going to go to one meeting. I'm just going to go to the gym this one time. I'm going to throw on those old sneakers. I'm just going to go for a run and see how that see how that happens. It happens to affect me. Instead of going down the same old road that I always go down, instead of having that midnight snack that I know I don't want and filling up with fucking empty calories, instead of drinking by myself, I'm just going to try it. I'm going to give it a shot and I'm just going to go. And let's see where that leads me. And I'll be very honest with you. Maybe it won't work out. But maybe it will. Maybe. And that's a lot better than the guarantee that you'll go and string along day after day after day being unhappy, knowing that you have more somewhere deep inside, going, what if? What if? That is the fucking worst feeling in the world worse worse than practically anything i've had to experience even the detriment that i used to have from actively being an addict is that feeling of like i fucking threw in the towel and i'll never get that back but all your past mistakes all of it do not define you. Who you are right now is who you are. 
Not who you are tomorrow, not who you were yesterday, not who you were 20 years ago, not who you were 15 seconds ago, who you are right now and the decisions you make and the habits you make and the inroads that you create, that's who you are. I am not a junkie. I spent time being one. You are not a fat person. You're just you. And do not let mistakes or character flaws, how you perceive them or shortcomings, whatever they may be, define you because that's not who you are. And everyone has the power to make that decision to just go. Because as bad as the feeling of saying what if and knowing that you let yourself down – It is terrible, but the euphoria that comes, and I'm not talking about making yourself into a goddamn Greek Adonis or or becoming a tycoon of an industry or becoming a big successful anything or making a complete metamorphosis in your life. I'm talking about the simple little changes when you can put your head down on the bed at night and know you said, I am a better person today than I was yesterday. It is fucking euphoric. To know that you are giving the middle finger to the world around you that is trying to make you not do that. We are inundated with all these ideas that make us not want to be just who we are because each one of you that's listening to this is who you are and you're not me and you're not your idol and you're not the girl you see on the cover of a magazine and that's fucking awesome. That's nothing to be disappointed about. Embrace it and realize that you are magnificent and you can be even more magnificent than you ever dreamed of doing and it all takes just one teeny little decision. It's not one giant overwhelming thing. It's just these little teeny decisions that add up. And the more they add up, the more you get going. It's just like a snowball. It's just like a runaway truck with no brakes. The more you get going, the more it becomes a machine that you cannot stop. And next thing you know, you're a person who feels good about themselves. And that is all you could really fucking ask for in life. It's not about how many pounds you lose. It's not about how much money you make. What it matters is is that you can do the things. You can do them no matter what. I am not going to sit here and bullshit you and tell you all of you can have a beautiful physique like anybody that you ever dreamed of. Every single guy listening to this is going to be Ryan Reynolds and every single girl is going to be Jessica Biel and it's going to be fucking fantastic. Every one of you is going to be a millionaire. That's not true. But every single one of you has the ability to be better today than you were yesterday and be better when you wake up in the morning and continue and continue and continue and do it for nothing else but you. It's not about being better than your girlfriend's, your ex-girlfriend's new guy. It's not about better than being your coworker or anybody that you see online. It has nothing to do with that. It's about you. You're in competition with yourself and that's it. That's the only thing I can tell you about motivation. 
is just that inside of us, there's always that shadow person. That small you. And he's a pernicious little fucker. And he's powerful and he's cunning and he will bring you down. He or she. Or they. But separating yourself and walking away from that shadow is just all there is. All there is in life, man. You can't be focused on other people. You can't be focused on illusory ideas of who you think you should be. The real battle is just with you. It's you versus you and that's it. And it has nothing to do, again, with the end result. It has nothing to do with how much weight you gain, how much weight you lose, how much you bench press, how much you squat, how much money is in your bank account. What matters in – all that matters is that you can honestly look at yourself in the mirror and say that I'm doing what I can to make myself a better person. Just keep showing up. Keep showing up. I don't mean to get too corny. And I didn't mean to get too fired up. But I really believe in this stuff. And the reason I really believe in this stuff is because I was convinced, and sometimes I still am, That I don't have anything to offer the world and that I'm not a good guy and that I'm not successful and that I don't look very good. And I don't always have a very comfortable relationship with the man in the mirror. But you know when that happens, I've recognized that's when I it's when I let other people seep into my consciousness. When I let an agent who drops me or my wife uh who's overly uh, I don't want to say insulting, but maybe a little bit aggressive on a chore that I didn't get to because I was busy doing my my podcast or, you know, my wife will get on me about something. And, and, I, and I let that get into me. And I, I let my mom say something that I just drives me up the wall. And someone will hit me up on Instagram and just be shitty or some troll on Twitter or who knows. But I start to let other things get in, into me and I realize like I'm getting into this competition of what everyone else thinks I should be. And I just think back to myself when I was a little boy. I didn't think any of this shit. 
I just thought like, hey, cool, life's awesome. Uh, what are we going to do today? I don't know, let's go play. Cool, yeah, I'm, I'm good. I think about myself when I was like six and it was just fucking pure and, and innocent. I didn't think about any of that stuff. And then I think about how, how, how much I hurt when I was 15, when I was 16, when I was 17, and I just allowed myself to saturate every pore of myself, every piece of my spirit with all these negative feelings. I filtered out anything that maybe, I don't know, maybe a, some coaches were probably really nice to me, maybe said encouraging shit. Maybe some teachers said, hey, you know, if you really applied yourself, you could be something. Maybe. I don't know. I certainly didn't fucking hear it. But I, I had these huge, open, porous holes that were just soaking up all the negative shit that people would tell me. And I get myself back on track. 42-year-old Mike thinks about 16-year-old Mike. And I, look, and I pretend that I could just touch him and that I could look him in the eyes that he's, he is flesh and bone. And I hold him and I say, this is for you. I owe it to you. I owe it to you to make something of myself. And I'm going to. And there's no outside validation that matters. It's not, again, it's not about how much money I make. It's not about what position or what title or Viacom or CBS or NBC Universal giving me a job has nothing to do with that. Nothing outside matters. It's that I know deep down inside it, it really internally I can confidently say that I'm doing what I do. I can do to feel better about myself, to be a better guy. And I don't care about the outside validation, the outside stimulus. You don't deserve to be tethered to your old bullshit. You don't deserve to be chained to that rotten earth that you've lived in for too lo for so long for god knows how long all right you know what helps me sometimes seriously you want a little hack you want a little tip something that seriously helps me cereal magic spoon cereal <laughs> Seamless segue. Hey, a lot of you have contacted me letting me know that you've actually tried the Great Magic Spoon. Not one of you has said, I regret it because you all say it's delicious. I know it's delicious. I've tried it and I'm telling you it is delicious. We're all trying to eat better. We're all trying to have healthy breakfast. Why not make it something that is as good, if not better, than the cereals you had when you were a kid with 11 to 13, 14, sometimes 14 grams of protein in a serving with only 4 grams of net carbs, only 140 calories per serving, keto-friendly, gluten-free, grain-free, soy-free, low-carb, and GMO-free. I'm talking about Magic Spoon cereal. It's the best. Go to magicspoon.com slash Mikey to grab a variety pack and try it today, and be sure to use our promo code Mikey, M-I-K-E-Y, at check 
checkout to save $5 off your order. And Magic Spoon is so confident in their product, it's backed with a 100% happiness guarantee, so if you don't like it for any reason, they'll refund your money, no questions asked. Remember, get your next delicious bowl of guilt-free cereal at magicspoon.com slash Mikey and use the code Mikey to save $5 off. Thank you, Magic Spoon, for sponsoring this episode. You only get one shot. You only get one shot, and you're going to encounter suffering no matter what. All of us are going to have loved ones die. We're going to have jobs lost. We're going to have relationships end, and it's going to suck, and you're going to suffer. Why add to that? There is an obligatory level of suffering. It's part of being human. Don't add to it. Don't add to it with the malaise, the ongoing, never-ending pain of not going, not giving it a shot. Because you do deserve it. And literally nobody else is going to do it for you. It starts with you. And don't ever let anybody else ever convince you that you're not worth it or that you can't. That's all the motivation I've ever had, and that's all the motivation I ever needed. You have to become the inspiration to yourself. And that doesn't happen by being inert. You just got to go. You can go to a million seminars on screenwriting. You can talk to as many people as you want that are professional screenwriters with a bunch of uh, option scripts throughout Hollywood, but nothing else matters until you finally just sit down and start writing. That's the only thing that matters. There's no motivation. You can listen to Tony Robbins and, and Tim Ferriss all the fuck you want. It doesn't matter. Just go. I love you guys. I mean it. I hope that was somehow helpful. In this crazy mixed up world that makes you think that nobody cares, I do. Be good. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.